Welcome to the BNA Catch Up podcast. This week with Wendy Massey, star of all BNA podcasts, and James Stevenson. Um, welcome, Wendy. Tell us in part one yesterday at the gathering, what did we look at? We were thinking about a verse from 1 Peter 3.15 that says, always be prepared to give an answer for the hope that you have and uh, and a reason for the hope that you have. So we were thinking about that. And so we thought, how are we prepared as Christians to do that? So it got us thinking about whether we should prepare stories that we can share with other people. Okay. And how did we prepare people? Well, I think the most important thing is that we don't bore people to tears. So we tried to make sure that we were really clear about what we were saying, that we were um, that we were brief, and we left them wanting more and asking questions. So you said brilliantly that every story has a beginning, a middle, and an end, which true. is true. Yeah. And so we were encouraged to think about that, and you then asked me to share my story. Shall I do that now? Just yeah, quickly. that'd be great. Yeah, go so for it. So I would say... There was a time in my life when I was lonely and depressed and one of my friends told me to go to my room and to pray and to talk to Jesus as if he was there. And as I did that, it, I found out that he was there and I experienced his presence and his peace in a way that I had never done before. And since then, I've known that he's always with me and that um, I've had a peace, um, that peace with me ever since. Brilliant. And and we contrasted that to Paul's story. Well, one of Paul's many stories yeah. from Acts where he um, encounters Jesus in Acts 9. And so it was really good to sort of pull that apart and look at the beginning, the middle and the end and understand how to tell that really clearly as you just did. And we also invited Christina to come and she did yeah, too. And great. it was really fun because that was in English and in Cantonese. So um, so that was that was excellent. And then we encouraged everyone to think about their story of faith and what the beginning of that looked like was there a, a point that led them to an encounter with god the middle and then an end which is kind of life since um meeting with him and and for some people that's a specific moment for mm-hmm. others that's a a passage of time yeah um, and uh, and so we hope that most people left yesterday with a sense of their own story or or a desire to be able to articulate it and and the tools with which to to do that and yeah then you carried on a bit of that with kids church we did we just thought a bit more about stories and and in case some of the children found it difficult to think of a story for themselves we said maybe think of a favorite bible character and see if you can retell their story maybe do that at a meal time at home mm. just take this out uh, we had some opportunities to draw that as well but it was really good and to finish your story with do you have a story like that mm. is a really good challenge to people because actually it gives them either the opportunity to share their story which is excellent or it might give them a chance to think actually I'd like to have a story like that and then to, to yeah. ask a few more questions about it. So it was it was a good one. And it was interesting because we started off thinking about stories of when people had first come to faith or, or committed to Jesus. But actually, it, th- of course, we've got stories all the time in mm. our lives of times mm. when we see God at work. And so it's really encouraging us. I think sometimes we just don't have the eyes to see and the ears to hear when when God's at work. And yeah. and we sang a song that says you you you're always working, you never stop working. And it's looking out and and having the time to lift our eyes up to say, God, what are you doing? 
and and understand more of that. But I wasn't in part two, and you did a bit more about. Well, this you in were part in part two. two, but you were in part two in Kiss yeah, Church. In, true. In um, in um, in part two, we did thirst, which is our monthly time of prayer and worship. We talked about the same scriptures we talk about every month that unless the Lord builds the house, the laborers work in vain, and and that it's not by might nor by power, but by His Spirit, and that it's um, true that He is the vine and we are the branches. And I think we then uh, spent some time just exploring what it means to go in the way of Jesus. And, and we were particularly thinking about healing and praying mm. for healing as one of the ways in which Jesus commissioned his disciples to go. In his instructions in Luke 10, he says, heal the sick. And so I spent a bit of time explaining that and talking about what it means for us to be followers of Jesus and saying, yeah, we're going to do what he tells us to do. Um, we're going to join him with the kingdom of God breaking in, which involves praying for for healing. Um, and actually that um, part of loving people when they're in pain is to pray for them and to pray for their pain to be eased and pray for yeah. them to be healed. Great. And I talked a bit about um, how actually we, we have a, a theology of healing and a theology of suffering, um, that the whole kind of... Um, uh, the, the New Testament tells us that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. Mm. And, and Jesus says, in this world you will have troubles. And and the disciples were uh, targets for physical persecution. So, so healing is a part of the New Testament, but it, it's only a part of the New Testament, and suffering is something that we experience as, yeah. as humans. But often we just don't do the healing bit. So we then... We then um, did some practical stuff on it so we spent some time praying and asking god what who he wanted to bring healing to and what conditions he wanted to bring healing to and we we um explained how words of knowledge work so how Great. people can know things that mm. they shouldn't otherwise know so we invited people to wait on god and to ask him were there any parts of the body that he particularly wanted to bring healing to and a few people came up and shared um, a, a few of those and we had five people in the congregation who said yes those particular conditions um, match. Great, and, and were they very specific, or were they a bit general? Yeah, no, like, so th- oh, I'm you might have a headache, remember. or you um, might have so th- no, a bad no, back. Or yeah, so there was one person who was experiencing uh, the, the, the world was around anxiety, headaches, and okay. then um, there was uh, one person. It was a painful shoulder, and then um, pain in their teeth in, okay. in the rear left area of the mouth okay so pretty specific not general sort yeah of and, then, and then so we then got people who were experiencing those conditions to, to stand if they could and then we invited anyone else who wanted prayer for healing to stand mm-hmm. and then we got those who have had experience of praying for healing before to match up same gender to those who um uh, were wanting prayer and then mm-hmm. we invited anyone else who hasn't had experience of praying for healing or hadn't had much confidence in it if they wanted to to come along and to to pray with others um or just to watch at close quarters because actually Which the way that great. i have learned most about praying for healing is just by watching people not yeah. by anything that somebody's taught me from the front um and then we sort of shared some of our guidelines so we said you know keep your eyes open keep your your ears open so you can hear what god might be saying Mm. but also um open your mouth but just for a little bit because jesus's prayers around healing are quite short so yeah great oh that sounds brilliant it sounds like quite a morning of equipping then yeah and 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 then the really encouraging thing was that two people experienced some form of healing 
So they've got stories to tell this week. Yeah, they do. Great. <laughs> that's great. That's how it works, isn't yeah. it? That's what we see. So, that's what we see. So all. we were grateful for that. A few people didn't experience healing. Okay. Um, and um, But we they know that, well, they feel loved because their brothers and sisters have prayed for them mm-hmm. in their pain. And they also, some of them, uh, there were quite specific words of knowledge around their conditions, which mean that they know that God sees their pain and it is with them in their pain. So we did that. And then we spent some time worshipping. And uh, I think... Um, it was a sense in which, um, out of um, the the trials and tribulations of the last couple of years, that actually mm. um, there's a a call for us to reconnect with God at a deep emotional level. I know that's something that's been happening for me in the last couple of weeks, um, and so I just we were encouraging people to do that in worship, um, and um, from what I hear, that is something that happened. Great. Sounds like a good morning. It was. 